Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a big show for you. I'm going to tell you guys right now, because we're usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I ain't on this Thursday, okay? I'm going to be sleeping off that tryptophan at around this time on Thursday. So we got a ton to get done today in today's show we are going to try to get to it all as usual on a tuesday show i give you the news and notes the injuries and the next man up as it were we talk about what speeds got right what speeds got wrong we are going to do a condensed abridged version because there's so much to get at we will talk waiver wires and i'm telling you right now there is a locked and loaded number one tight end that you need to grab right effing now I'll tell you who that is when we do our waivers, okay? Um, And then... Here's what we're going to do. I will take your questions from the YouTube chat room. Big shout out to Perry Ng. Big shout out to the big timers. Big shout out to everybody out there. Siraj, what up? Smash the like button. We already up to nine. Let's get up to more. Here's some other things that I know you are going to like. In our last segment, I got to tell you something. I am really looking forward to this. I love all my guests. I love everybody from the Stats Over Beat Cypher. We are going to have a very special guest from the Stats Overbeat Cypher joining us in the last segment, okay? I can think of no better way to combine the holidays over the last couple of weeks, Veterans Day and Thanksgiving, that will be embodied in our guest at the end of the show. Remember last week we had Young Kaz stop by the show as well, and he produced. He's got a remix just for the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Hopefully we get to that as well. What up, Juan? Que lo que? Ya tu sabe. Jorge Senior TD. Yup, that's what I'm talking talking about okay we need to get there that is a tight end one for a lot of reasons okay we'll talk about that and i even like the new quarterback throwing to him as well but we'll get into that yep strong style that's what i'm talking about that's the guy i am talking about for sure but let's get into it first news and notes since we last talked 
You know what I thought was hysterical? Less than 10% of you last week voted on that poll five or more punts. You know there were seven punts last night in Monday Night Football? You didn't probably think about it because 105 points were scored. Seven turnovers. Patty Mahomes turns the ball over five times. Two fumbles, three picks. It don't matter. He still put up 30, 35, 40 fantasy points. Everybody got rich on that game. So obviously that was an amazing... Amazing game. It was so much that when I woke up this morning, there was a note on my Yahoo Fantasy site that literally read, and I quote, Yahoo Fantasy Sports is aware that league scoring may not be missing stats for some players, and we are working to correct the scoring as soon as possible. Monday Night Football broke Yahoo Fantasy. They couldn't input all the production and stats in time and keep up. It broke the damn website. That's how much we saw on Monday Night Football, okay? But it was obviously amazing, and now we pick up our heads and see what do we do from here. As we pick up our heads, looking back at Week 11, listen, quarterbacks went down. Marcus Mariota with an arm. Alex Smith getting carted off after he got Joe Theismann exactly 33 years after Lawrence Taylor did the initial deed, okay? My guy, keep calm and carry on. Carry on, on, sprained his knee. He's going to miss a couple weeks, okay? He's not playing this Thursday on Thanksgiving. They've already ruled him out for that. It bodes well, though, that they're not saying it's four to six weeks. They're not saying he needs surgery. I think he's going to miss this week coming up, maybe one more, but he'll be okay for you week 13 and the fantasy playoffs. I would not play in the LeGarrette Blunt Pond in terms of the waiver wire. I got some other guys for you a little bit later on in the show. At the wide receiver position, listen, you lost some Oakland Cats, right? Uh... Brandon LaFell, it's not like you were starting him anyway, but now with no Jordy Nelson, no Martavis Bryant, no Brandon LaFell, I let you know if there's any Raiders wide receivers that I would like on the waiver wire. We'll get on into that. Tight end was also mass unit in week 11 all the way back to Thursday Jimmy Graham broke his thumb he's gonna miss some time and then the one I'm talking about OJ Howard the people versus OJ Howard he You know, you saw he had a knee injury. You saw early reports with that. It's okay. Breaking news this afternoon. The Bucs have sent O.J. Howard to IR, ending his season. I want you to remember last year in Tampa when Jameis was the quarterback. There was a tight end. He hit up in the red zone all the time as we were making America break again. And Cameron Brait is now owned in only, oh, 21% of leagues. Matchup this week. They play the San Francisco 49ers. I'm telling you right now, put in a waiver claim for Cameron making America braid again. I'm doing it myself in a number of leagues, okay? So Graham down, OJ down. You may want to try to make America braid again. I mentioned Jameis. They've gone back to Jameis Winston in Tampa as well. The magic is officially done. They've gone to Jameis. I told you this is what was going to happen as soon as they fell out of contention. I thought they were out of contention week one of the football season. Dirk Cutter, however, was looking to keep his job. Okay, so he thought Ryan Fitzpatrick gave him the best chance to win after the three picks, some of them very senseless and ugly on Sunday against the Giants. They knew they had 
had to make the move. Jameis came in and actually moved the ball with them, had four scoring drives. They're now turning right back to Jameis to see if he can eat some W's for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I'm telling you, I've said this every single week with Tampa, whether it was Fitz or whether it was Jameis. I like them both. If you add up Fitz and Jameis, like QB of Tampa, they're, the, they're like the third or fourth highest quarterback in all of fantasy right now. So I'm okay with Jameis, and I want him throwing to Cameron Brait. I told you about the magic gone, and then here's the thing. Lamar Jackson. The man went 13 of 19, 450 yards. Yes, he threw an interception, but then he had 27 carries, 117 yards. He winds up with like 15 fantasy points, and I'm here to tell you that might be his floor. Moving forward. All right, we're going to see what they do. I think he might have Wally pipped Joe Flacco. I think he may be riding in the saddle, and I'm okay with him as a viable QB stream for the rest of the season, okay? Because listen, you could be in a place, honestly, you could be in a place where your two quarterbacks were Patrick Mahomes and Marcus Mariota, and now you ain't got none for this week. You could be in a place where you had Jared Goff and Alex Smith as your two quarterbacks. Now you got none. So I am... You know, you're, you're lucky, quite frankly, that Lamar Jackson, that Jameis Winston, and to be quite honest, that Colt McCoy all kind of surfaced as new starting quarterbacks for a team that you can get in good with if you need somebody for week 10. I'll tell you how I rank those, uh, week 12, excuse me. I'll tell you how I rank those in a hot second, all right? And then also, we'll keep our eye on Gus Edwards as it relates to Baltimore. I'll tell you about him as it relates to some of these other running backs, um, you know. As we go along in the last segment, all right, checking up on the stats over beats cipher with the chat room. We're trying to smack that, trying to smash that like button. We're up to uh, we're up to seventeen right now. Uh, hopefully, the adjustments give you an extra thirty-five points, Siraj. I don't know if that's gonna happen. That's a lot. Um, yep, random Asian. I do have your bad beat. I have your game of inches. We're gonna try and get to game of inches as well a little bit later on in the show, but a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's keep it going here. What speeds got right? What speeds got wrong for week 11? What I got right? Yo, some of my DFS that I gave you guys on, on Thursday hit home. All right, I told you about Josh Adams as a punt play, right? For 45 FanDuel, you know, price. What'd he do? 53 yards on the ground, another 19 in the air, three catches. The man had over 70 scrimmage yards, three catches, and a touchdown. All right, so that, like, 12 or 13 points certainly returned value for you at 4,500 on FanDuel. You're welcome. All right, um, we talked about... The Eli Manning Odell Beckham stack. Well, it worked for a touchdown in a 38-35 win. It was a lot better than, say, Carson Wentz if you spent up for him. You're welcome. I also gave you our guy, Kenny Galladay. We talked about how it would be so nice without Marvin Jones in that lineup. And what happened? He goes eight catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. You'll take the 25 or 26 points in your DFS lineup. What I've also got right, and this has been a narrative I've been on for a little while, that the Carolina Panthers are trying with Cam to do it differently. They're trying to produce differently. I told you that Cam's bugaboo for his entire career has been his accuracy, his completion percentage. And that early in his career, the Panthers tried to get huge targets, big wingspan guys to mitigate the risk of his inaccuracy, right? The catch radius. So that's why you had Kelvin Benjamin. That's why you had um, Funches, Olsen. These are 6'4", 6'5", type guys. 
It is changing, and I've been on this all season. I told you that he's trying to get the ball out of his hands quicker, have a better completion percentage, and get it into the hands of guys like Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Those are the guys that I think um, they're going to focus on, more of these Ricky Bobby shake-and-bake guys instead of having like a backcourt of the NBA, right? And look, Funches, two catches. Olsen, two catches. The shake-and-bake guys... DJ Moore, 7 for 157. Curtis Samuel, 5 for 55 and a touchdown. And you know about Christian McCaffrey, okay? I think this evolution is real. I'm off Devin Funches. You're going to see me starting to say sit Devin Funches in sit-start questions because I don't think he's the kind of wide receiver they're going to now with Norv Turner and this improved completion rate for Cam Newton. The other thing I'll tell you, and I've been on this, you know, I've been telling you guys for the last two months that I'm off Dalvin Cook. I've been saying it for months that I don't believe in the offensive line. I don't believe in Dalvin Cook. That this Vikings offense is nothing but passing. It's Kirk Cousins. It's Adam Thielen. It's Stephon Diggs. And that's about it. Well, Dalvin Cook continues to defecate the mattress. This is a guy you picked probably high in your second round. Wanted him to be a PPR stud for you. And it just has not come to pass. On Sunday night, 12 touches for 10 yards. Are you kidding me? The entire team, though, 16 rushes for 22 yards. It is a bad offensive line. This is all Kirk Cousins. This is all Adam. I got a feeling. And it's all Stefan. Can you digs it? As evidenced by Diggs, 13 catches for 126 yards and a touch. Here's what I was close on. I wanted to fade Oakland at all costs, right? They got a W. They beat Arizona 23-21. But do you really still want any of them? I'll give you Jalen Richard, who had 93 yards, right? And uh, like 12 or 13 fantasy points. But that's it. I don't want Seth Roberts. I don't want Derek Carr. I don't want uh, Aitman or whoever. I don't even want Jared Cook. I'm off them. And so, yes, they got to win because they don't even understand that they're supposed to lose if they want that number one overall draft pick, especially against another like two-win team. But... You know, for fantasy purposes, I still think you want to fade them. Here's the other thing I was close on. Mitchell Trubisky. You know, we've been hyping him up. He was quarterback seven. He was eh. You know, he only had 165 yards. But here's the thing. Ten carries for 43 yards rushing. That'll do a lot of stuff for you in fantasy. He now takes over the NFL lead among quarterbacks in rushing. He has 363 rushing yards. Cam, who's second, has 354. Mitchell Trubisky is out rushing. And 363 yards... That's 36 you know, points. That's mitigating 18 picks. So that hidden rushing yard, I like. Okay? Um, I, like, I was close also on the Theo Riddick-Carrion Johnson combo. I told you that I'm okay with starting them both. Carrion Johnson had a nice game, 97 scrimmage yards, a touchdown before he sprained his knee. We talked about that. He's week to week. He's going to avoid surgery. It's okay. Theo Riddick, however, five catches, 30 yards in the PPR game, he is okay. I must admit to you guys, however, here's what I got wrong. I was telling you guys I expected a bounce back from the Cincinnati Bengals defense against like RG3 or Lamar Jackson, whoever it was. And Baltimore instead went so conservative and literally ran the ball so much that the Cincinnati offense was unable to kind of bounce back. Right, It could have been much worse. They gave up. Cincinnati did get a turnover. They picked up Lamar. They gave up, what, 24 points. So you had an eh 
if he was streaming the Cincinnati defense, it could have been better. I understand. Like I said, we got a poll question up as well. I want to check in on that poll question right now. Thanks to the over hundreds of people that are voting right now. My question, which seven-win AFC team do you think has the best chance to prevent the Chiefs from getting to the Super Bowl and representing the AFC? So right now what you have is the Chiefs are 9-2, and two, and they're going to have their bye next week, right? So they're 9-2. and two. Behind them, there are four teams in the AFC with seven wins. The 7-3 and three Chargers, who are right behind them in their own division. The 7-3 and three Texans in Houston, who've run off seven in a row. The 7-3 and three Patriots, who are the Patriots. And the 7-2-1 Steelers, who are right now the two-seed. I got to tell you this. I think there's an argument for all of them. The 7-3 and three Chargers could still win the AFC West, right? The Patriots... Are the Patriots. The Steelers are just as hot, you know, as anybody. And that offense is now coming together, it looks like, even though they only put up, you know, 20 in Jacksonville. But they're starting to hit their groove. And don't sleep on the Texans. I know the Texans are 7-3. and three. I know the people don't necessarily believe in them. But what if I told you that the Houston Texans do not play another team that is above 500 for the rest of the season? They got three straight home games, home for Tennessee on Monday night, home for Cleveland, home for Indianapolis, then at the Jets, and they finish off with interesting games with Philly and Jacksonville. The schedule smiles upon the Houston Texans, and if they continue to stay hot, could they get a home field game? Could they get a bye? Could they have an opportunity against the Kansas City Chiefs? We will check in on that poll throughout the rest of the show. I think it should be a lot closer than it is. You can guess who's running away with it right now. When we come back, we look at the waiver wire ads for Week 12, All right, and we answer your questions from the chat. Right now, what do we got, guys? We got 21 likes right now. When we come back, I want to see some more folks. I want to see some more likes. Let's go on up to uh, let's go on up to the 40s. Would I run Deshaun Watson out there this week? Yes, I would, Perry. All right, all that info and more when we come back. Fantasy Freestyle. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Welcome back. Eric Johnson's asking me about Adam Humphreys. He is quietly getting double digits quite a bit. The only problem is, is I can't, I can't really depend on it. You know, you got Mike Evans, you got Deshaun Jackson, you got Chris Godwin, you got Cameron Brait now, and you have Adam Humphreys. I want to say I think Adam Humphreys was more of a uh, Fitzpatrick kind of guy, and I think Winston is going to start to heavily target guys like Godwin and Brait and uh, Mike Evans myself. Uh, I still do like Winston going to be throwing it around. I just don't know that he finds Humphreys as much as uh, Fitzmagic did. Yeah, strong style. It's the, 
N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. You know what I'm talking about. All right, let's get into it. Stats over beats Cypher. Let me first give you my waiver thoughts, and then I will answer other questions that I still hear, see right now from the chat room. Yes, strong style, though. Dotson is very droppable. I want no part. Listen, uh, to Mastered 3 real quick. My rival team is after digs or it's trash. Humphreys, Moncrief, Dotson, Crabtree, Cootie. I like Kiki QT. I'm okay with that. You know how I feel about the Jags wide receivers. Dotson is imminently droppable, especially with Colt McCoy. Um, do me a favor, uh, intern Brian, this Perry in question with the three running backs. Let's load that one up so I can answer that on the other side here. But let's look real quick at these waivers. I told you, I know people might have Mahomes and Mariota, Goff and Smith. I understand, you know, Mahomes and Fitzpatrick. You have three quarterbacks that you can grab. Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, and Colt McCoy. My top one, if you listen to the show, if you're part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, ya tu sabe, que lo que, dilly dilly. Um, the answer is Jameis Winston for me. Okay, Jameis, like the Tampa Bay Bucks quarterbacks all season long, are going to throw the ball 40, 45 times. They're going to continue to be in a back-and-forth kind of shootout. They also face San Francisco this week. I like that matchup. With Lamar Jackson... You just don't know if he's going to keep the job. I would love to see him. And in a dynasty format, grab him right effing now. But that's my only cause for pause with Lamar. And then Colt McCoy, I think, is like the, the, the floor. Right? I, don't get me wrong. I think Colt McCoy is better than most backup quarterbacks in the NFL. If there's 32 teams in the league and there's like another three or four guys, you know the names, guys like Terod, guys like Teddy Bridgewater and stuff that are really could be starters. Right after that, there's another like six or seven quality backups. You know, you know their names probably. And Cole McCoy is definitely one of that, one of those. The Washington football team actually paid and signed him to be like better than backup money because they needed him in this situation. So I'm not, you know, poo-pooing Colt McCoy, but I would rather Jameis first and then Lamar Jackson second if you are in a situation where you are needing a quarterback this week, okay, and you could have, you know, you got Goff and Mahomes on bye. Week 12, those are the last two teams to have a bye, the Chiefs and the Rams. And then, you know, they're coming off the game that was supposed to be international in Mexico, so that's why they have their bye as well. So I would go Jameis, then Lamar, then Colt McCoy. The interesting one, though, I say, is at, um, let's look at wide receiver. Here are some wide receivers, and I got a lot of people asking me about Josh Reynolds. A lot of people saying, Josh Reynolds, he's only 45% owned. Do I want him? Sure. Sure. I'm okay with Josh Reynolds. But here's the problem with Josh Reynolds. He's on a bye this week. The Rams are on bye. So if you're talking about week 13, I'm okay with it. But here's the thing. If you're 5-6, and six, if you're 6-5, and five, there's only two weeks left of the fantasy regular season. You need everything you can get. So if you're okay with that waiver pickup missing one of those two games because they're on bye, then have at it, right? But a lot of you guys who are working the wire need a win right now. You need to win two in a row to make the playoffs, you know, that sort of stuff. And so that's my only cause for pause with Josh Reynolds. But yes, no, he's not Cooper Cup. But yes, he will be plug and play in this Rams offense. As we saw last night, you want as much of that Rams offense as possible. Another team who you want as much of their offense as possible is the New Orleans Saints, and that's where my number one waiver wide receiver ad comes from. I'm talking about Trey Quan Smith. He's only 25% owned in Yahoo right now. So look around. 
you can get the number two wide receiver for a team that has the number one offense in football with a quarterback who is literally completing over three quarters of his passes, yeah, I'll take shares of that offense if possible. So Traquan Smith is the one for me. I got to tell you the truth. My other ads are also rookie wide receivers. I am on this rookie wide receiver train, okay? So Traquan Smith is the top for me, but below that, give me Kiki Cutie, who is showing up, showing out, and is kind of doing more than Demarius Thomas in Houston. So give me Kiki Cutie. Give me DJ Moore. I just told you about this in the Carolina Panthers. I think they're looking to get the ball more in space to these kind of guys. So give me Traquan Smith, Kiki Cutie, DJ Moore. Then two other wide receivers, rookies that are around 40%. I like them both. It's the consistency that's at issue for me. So the next tier for me is Christian Kirk and Anthony Miller. With Anthony Miller... Trubisky may be banged up, so that gives me cause for pause. And there's just so many options in Chicago now, right? Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Trey Burton, Tariq Cohen. So that's kind of more of a herd to me, so I'm off that, you know, in relation to, say, Christian Kirk. Kirk, I think he's got potential. I think this guy has uh, great talent. The question is, will he use that opportunity? Will the Cardinals use him? Since Byron Leftwich has become the offensive coordinator there, it seems like they are rediscovering David Johnson. They're pumping more Larry Fitzgerald. So maybe that diminishes Kirk's targets and opportunities, but I still like the player. Um, And then there is Josh Reynolds, of course, as well. So, Traquan Smith, Kiki Cutie, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Anthony Miller, that's who I'm looking for. Yes, I'll take Josh Reynolds in that group towards the top, but he's on bye next week, so I don't know that you're doing that. If you want to do that as a pickup and a stash for you later on, sure. I'm completely okay with that, but if you need this because of a one-week kind of scenario, you have guys like A.J. Green or something like that. You have, Let's say you have A.J. Green and Tariq Hill, right, which is very possible and you need someone for this week, then Reynolds is off the table, right? And in that situation, I prioritize Traquan Smith, Kiki QT, DJ Moore, and then Kirk and Miller, a lot of rookies, okay? It's their time to start to show. That's at the wide receiver position. At the running back position, maybe you lost Kerryon Johnson. Maybe you have Kareem Hunt and Kerryon Johnson as your two running backs. Very possible, right? Um, So you're in the market. Well, people start to finally believe in Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber has now had double digits in back-to-back games. Peyton Barber ran for over 100 yards last week. No, it's not fancy. But Peyton Barber is a starting running back in the NFL. He's only 60% owned. That means he's 40% available. If he's available, I'm okay with Peyton Barber. Okay, I do not, however, want Gus Edwards. This is not the guy I'm going to spend my waiver claim on. I know Harbaugh said he like took the opportunity by the horns, that sort of thing. But there's still Alex Collins there. And here's the thing. If we have Lamar Jackson on the quarterback, yeah, the Ravens are going to run the ball like 40 times. But we don't know that. We might be back to Joe Flacco. And then Gus Edwards and all these running backs, they're not, it's a different offense, it's a different scheme. To me, while what we saw out of Lamar was nice, what we saw out of Lamar has an opportunity for him in the long run, the ripple effects of like Gus Edwards because they're running the ball so much and Alex Collins wasn't in, I don't know that I go to that level to try to find someone, let's say, to replace Carrion Johnson. 
Okay, I'm not even on the Garrett Blunt to be quite honest necessarily because I think this is a one week kind of thing. The same way I wasn't running to try to replace uh, you know some other running backs if I think it's just a short term issue. So far, there is positive news out of that. So Peyton Barber, someone I'll go with. Josh Adams from Philly is only 32% owned. I'm okay with that. He had a decent game, as I told you, from my DFS plays, and I think he is viable. Um, in the longer term, it looks like they want him to be the early down back. And remember, game flow just completely got away from the Eagles last week in the Dome against the Saints, right? That's not necessarily going to happen all the time. So I think Adams, I think Barber. And then I'll also give you this other thing. I saw a lot of people on Monday. I was looking at the heavily added guys, and it was Spencer Ware, Malcolm Brown. Don't forget now that this week is going to be passed and all the buys are done, you need to handcuff your studs. So if you own Kareem Hunt, you need to own Spencer Ware. If you own Ezekiel Elliott, you need to own Rod Smith. If you own Saquon Barkley, you need to own Wayne Gallman. If you know these kinds of things, if you own James Conner now, you need to own Jalen Samuels. You're at the point where you need to get these handcuffs. So I was very surprised to see that Spencer Ware, Malcolm Brown, these kind of guys were not owned so i say if you need them go get them all right so there's some running backs right there the wideouts i told you and i'm taking all these guys ahead of seth roberts in oakland uh Aitman in oakland i don't care how many wide receivers they're down to in oakland give me christian kirk ahead of these guys give me dj moore ahead of these guys all right so i gave you some quarterbacks I gave you some running backs. I gave you the wide receivers I like. Now at tight end, you may have lost Jimmy Graham. You may have lost O.J. Howard. You may have Travis Kelsey on by. Okay, these are all viable uh, conflicts or contexts that you might find yourself in. So let's talk about it, right? Obviously, my number one play. My number one waiver wire ad this week at the tight end position, he is only 21% owned. That number is going to skyrocket. Yes, making America great again. I think he is a tight end one the rest of the way. He now monopolizes the tight end position for this Bucks offense that goes up and down with yards. They don't score points, but they do get yards, and Brait has been a favorite target of Jameis Winston in the end zone. I think this sets up to make fantasy great again. Cameron Brait only 21% owned. If you got to go lower than that, there's a big gap, but there's some guys that are 10% owned, guys like John o. Smith in Tennessee, guys like Chris Herndon coming back from the Jets by. Herndon's been legitimately good the last uh, three or four weeks. All right, so um, I think you can go there. I think you can go there if needed, but definitely trust and see Cameron Brait first. All right, let's go to the chat room. We got a lot of questions. Let me try to answer as many questions as I can in this segment. And then, like I said, when we come back in our last segment as we put the fun in functional sports content, I am very excited to be joined by a very special guest representing Veterans Day and Thanksgiving, someone from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I'm excited to get into that. So we'll answer as many questions as we can from now until then. Eric L. on the chat room. Amari Cooper or Chris Godwin? I go Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is the number one for the Dallas Cowboys, okay? He is the number one wide receiver, and he's going to start growing more and more, getting targets, all that good stuff. Godwin, part of a fantasy herd, like I said. Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, yes, Chris Godwin. People are talking about Adam Humphreys. I'm talking about Cameron Brait. That's five options in the passing game, right? Meanwhile, in Dallas, Amari Cooper is 
the number one wide receiver. So for me, Eric, it's Amari Cooper. And to be quite honest, it's not even that close. Demetrius B, should I drop Burton for Cameron Brait? My answer is nuanced on this one. I will have Cameron Brait ranked ahead of Trey Burton rest of season. So yes, okay? Here's the other thing. Also, Trubisky is banged up. There is, they're saying there's a very decent chance that Trubisky may not play on Thanksgiving, and that's important context, right? Because if they go to the backup, then no, I want no part of Burton, okay? So with that safety, yes, Demarius, I would go get Cameron Brait if you can. Odd bod, I like that name. DJ Moore, Kiki QT, or Doug Baldwin in half-point PPR. You, you heard me talk about how I like Moore and how I like QT. I'm down on Baldwin. He got his first and only touchdown of the year on Thursday. The Seattle Seahawks are running the ball a lot more than they're passing the ball, right? So they're trying to run the ball. I'm off these Seahawks wide receivers. It is not Baldwin for me. For me, it is EJ either DJ Moore or Kiki QT. Those guys are kind of a coin flip to me. You saw how I ranked them. I had them back-to-back with each other on waivers. It's really a coin flip uh, between QT or Moore. Um, here's what I'll say for next week is that Houston is playing Tennessee, who has the number one scoring defense in the NFL, right? And on Monday night football. So for this week, give me DJ Moore. But it's so close, and I can understand you going either way, odd bod. Perry Ng, Deshaun Watson this week or stream a quarterback? Deshaun Watson. I'm okay with that. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I'm okay with starting Deshaun Watson this week. Um, I like the Texans. Listen, they've won seven in a row. Right, um, he threw a touchdown to D Hop. They're starting to get QT and DT involved. I, I see no reason to worry about Deshaun Watson anymore. I was very concerned with the man's health in the middle of the season. It seems like they're starting to ramp up. I understand their matchup against the tough defense on Monday night, but I'm okay with Deshaun Watson. They're at home against Tennessee. I'm okay, Perry, with um, with going to Deshaun Watson. I'm not. Pro- I, I got no problem with that. Mitch M. $51 in my fab budget left. Only tight end is Rudolph for the playoffs. My only tight end is Rudolph for the playoffs. Should I unload on Brait? Yes. I don't know. Listen, if you only got 41 left, I'd spend, you know, you need one buck just in case something crazy happens, right? Like you need to pick up a kicker or defense, something like that at the last minute. Yes, I would spend most of the rest of my budget on Cameron Brait, if you don't like Kyle Rudolph as your playoff tight end. Yes, I cannot say this strongly enough. With O.J. Howard gone, make America Brait again. Yes, Mitch, I would spend most of your remaining budget on Cameron Brait. Lance D. has a question. Kirk or Jalen Richard? It's tough. I need to know the format. The safer play here is Jalen Richard as they pass catching back for the Raiders. Doug Martin is a little bit banged up. The Raiders are usually down, so Richard is on the field. So I lean Jalen Richard there. Wes L goes Dak or Lamar Jackson. I lean Lamar because to me, the running potential is safer. He's going to run 400 yards. That's 10 points. Dak would need a touchdown and some yards and to avoid the turnovers if Lamar Jackson is starting. Okay, I lean Lamar. Okay, Wes, Perry Ying, half point PP, uh, per rush. Half point per rush. Melvin Gordon, Nick Chubb. This is the question you asked me in another venue, I believe. Maybe on my DMs on Twitter. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Chubb, Carson, Breida, or Coleman. Pick three. Okay. Three out of how many? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Melvin Gordon is definitely one of them. Nick Chubb, 
Definitely one of them. Carson, I like Carson, but he's now in a committee. Rashad Penny is involved. Uh, Davis is involved, so it's not Carson. So for me, it's definitely Gordon, definitely Chubb, definitely not Carson. So you are picking between Breida and Coleman, in my opinion. I'm going Breida. You want to know why? Because they're facing the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I like that back and forth action that I expect. So for you, Perry, give me Gordon, give me Chubb, and give me Matt Breida. Okay, here's what we got to do. We have to, we're going to take a break. When we come back, what we're going to do is we're going to hook up, you know, our special guest. I'm very excited about this, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, one of our guys, I've mentioned this on the show, our guy, Danny Lee, he hits me up from a quote-unquote undisclosed location. He is active right now in the U.S. Air Force, I believe, okay? He is coming to join the show via Skype from the base, okay? We are going internationally here to an undisclosed location. The Stats Overbeat Cypher is global, baby, and we're bringing in a member of the Stats Overbeat Cypher to preview the Thanksgiving Day games and to talk a little bit about Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, and why I'm so thankful for the Cypher. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, stable genius, and vocal minority. Come on right back. This is going to be good. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stats over Beat Cypher, the mayor of said Stats over Beat Cypher is your boy Dane Martinez Speeds, the spitting statistician. We are very excited. We're going to be bringing in a guest in a hot second. I want to check in on the poll question right now. 40% of you think that the New England Patriots are the best option to dethrone the Chiefs. I think that is obviously a good option, but we'll see. Don't get it twisted. The Texans don't play another team above 500. Keep an eye out on them. Danny, are we good, my friend? We are. We are. Fantastic. Then I am honored right now to bring in member of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, Danny Lee, who is a member of the United States Air Force. I think I got that right, Danny. And you are coming to us from an undisclosed secret location. Correct me if I'm wrong, Danny. Like, you're on a base right now. It's 7.30 p.m. here in New York. It's like 2.30 a.m., 3.30 a.m., something like that, wherever you are. What's going on, Danny? Hey, Dane. How's it going, man? What is going on? How are you, sir? And, I, and you got your boy there with you. It is clear. You guys are certainly at the base right now. Um, I know <laughs> you can't tell me exactly where you are. I know you're in a actual base, in an actual undisclosed location. What time is it right now where you guys are? Can you let us know that? It's 2.40 a.m. Wow. Okay, so you guys can do a little bit of uh, you know time and figuring out how many time zones he are they are away from us. I'll tell you right now, 
<laughs> I think I know what part of the world you guys are in. And thank you for your service. That's where I want to start, Danny. As you know, bro, I give a shout out to my cipher all the time. We just had Veterans Day. So it is no better time for us to once again thank you for your service, what you guys are doing out there. The stats overbeat cipher, speeds, the entire network. We say dilly dilly to you, Danny, to your boy behind you that woke up, put his fatigues on. I appreciate that, brother man. Dilly dilly to you. Thank you for everything you do. But let's get into it, Danny. How do you guys out there when you're, you know, in a wherever you are, I think there's probably some sand and some tornadoes and some desert around there, but I digress. From where you guys are, how do you like, how do you play fantasy? Like, how do you know, like, who's playing who? How do you guys, like, make lineups? You guys are eight hours ahead, whatever it is. How do you guys play fantasy? Is fantasy football a big thing on the base? Oh, yeah. So in the fire department where we work in, uh, we got our own league going on called the Fire Dog League. And uh, we basically just got to set our lineups uh, ahead of time. And uh, we are fortunate enough to have, they have Air Force cable. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so, we, so we get to watch, you know, two or three games uh, per segment. So nice. it's actually nice. But the problem is, you know, with Sunday night, Monday night, right. you got to stay up. Yeah, that's and, and listen, did you guys stay up and watch the ridiculous game last night where 105 points were scored, right? It was absolutely crazy. Fantasy goodness for everybody. And Danny, introduce your boy, who is, I know you're Danny Lee. We know that. Who Who's with you there in the base tonight? Oh, this is uh, Joey Boom Boom Pow Pow. <laughs> oh, Boom Boom Pow Pow. I like that. Hey, hey, boom, boom. You got to know that me, Speeds, the Spin Statistician, I got nicknames for everybody, brother, man. So boom, boom, pow, pow. I like that. So what do you guys do in terms of, you know, like, okay, a late night game? Are you guys just whatever, waking up at 4 a.m. to watch Monday Night Football? Is that how it goes down? Some guys do. Some guys stay and watch up up until that. And uh, some guys, some, most of the time, will wake up for breakfast. Yeah. And then we'll catch like the end of the fourth quarter, some people. So. And then, you know, you guys in your fire dog league, right? You got Danny, you got boom, boom, pow, pow. You got, I don't know, 10 or 12 others, right? And one of the beautiful things about the military, right? You guys are on a base, but you got guys from the, the northeast down with there with southern guys, down with guys from Seattle and the Pacific Northwest, West Coast guys. It's real regional, right? So I imagine you guys have some good rivalries going on there when it comes to football in this fire dog league. Oh, yeah. We got... Dallas Cowboys fan. We got a Carolina Panthers fan right here. Okay. Um, okay. I'm, Christian I'm McCaffrey, um, boom, boom, pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we got, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, nice. diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fans. That's what's here, up. So, yeah. Absolutely. Hey, boom, boom, pow, pow. I love the kid DJ Moore, okay? You need to grab that kid off your waiver wire if he is available. He is only going to continue to ascend. I was just saying this. North Turner is making Cam Newton complete balls left and right. He's trying to get the ball out of his hands quick to, you know, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. Forget that Funchess nonsense and the catch radius, all right? That's where the Panthers are going. So boom, boom, pow, pow. Get ahead of it with my man DJ Moore, okay? Yes, sir. I agree. I have him in, in uh, two leagues right now. He was on my bench this past week. So. All right. So let's talk about this. Hey, Boom Boom, what record? What, what's your team's record, Boom Boom Pow Pow? 7-4. Uh, I like that. Danny, what's your record? <coughs> uh, Ooh. Four Ooh. And what? 
eight. <laughs> Damn, Danny. And your stats overbeat Cypher, my man. You're supposed to be yeah. taking all this information to win your leagues and win that cash. But I'll take Boom Boom Pow Pow as an honorary member. Let's help you out, though, Danny. Listen, Thanksgiving, you guys may have an opportunity to watch a couple of games. What's uh, What's your question, Danny? Let's get you right now. Sit, start. Are you making any trades? How can I help your team, Danny, so you can uh, represent the Stats Over Beat Cypher a little bit better in this Fire Dog League than you already are? Danny, how can we help out? Yeah, so in this league, uh, I got Kareem Hunt on a bye. Yep. I got James Conner at RB1. Sure. So it's, I know you love Deion Lewis. I also got Chris Carson mm. to fill in also. Yeah, I'm going to go um, Deion Lewis, Danny. I'm going to go Deion Lewis, and let me tell you why, man. Chris Carson is now in a big-time committee. There's three running backs in Seattle, right? There's Carson, there's Mike Davis, there's the kid Penny as well. That, to me, is a big old timeshare. One thing you know about Tennessee, and they're playing on Monday night, um, Derrick Henry sucks. Derrick Henry defecates the mattress. The Tennessee Titans want to go Deion Lewis. Um, so I would go Deion Lewis over the guy that is in the committee who is... Uh, you know, your boy, uh, Chris Carson. Hey, boom, boom, pow, pow. You need any help? Are you doing just fine over there at 7-4? and four? Uh, Well, I do have uh, one question. I have What's AJ up? Green Ooh, yeah. listed as questionable. Yeah, He's now projected points, so do I start him? I also have uh, Jarvis Landry and DJ Moore. Okay. Um, let me tell you something. I'm sorry to tell you, boom, boom, pow, pow. I'm concerned about AJ Green. Those toes, the turf toe, that kind of stuff, that lingers when a wide out like him. Um, originally, they were talking about like he doesn't need surgery. Originally, they were talking about possibly shutting him down. Now, all of a sudden, a week later, he's going to be good to go. I'm a little bit concerned with that boom, boom, pow, pow. I'm not sure if you could run him out there right away. I understand you drafted A.J. Green probably what? Boom, boom, pow, pow. He was what, your second-round draft pick probably? And so I understand you want to start your studs, but that does give me cause for pause. I may want to see it first before I rolled him right back out there in my lineup. Does that make sense, boom, boom, pow, pow? Yes, sir. All right, that's what's up. So listen, let me just tell you guys, um, Danny, Thank you, bro. I wanted to have you on. Veterans Day was last week. Thanksgiving is, you know, coming up in a couple of days. Only one day where you guys are, because I guess it is technically Wednesday over there. But listen, from the Stats Overbeat Cypher, from Danny Otto down there in the fantasy pit of misery, to the entire Cypher, we want to say thank you um, to you for what you do. Because to be honest, you and what you're doing allow guys like me and people like us to play fantasy football, to care about this kind of stuff and really ride the ups and downs of damn fantasy football rosters. You're out there doing yeoman's work, doing much more so that we can do this silly dilly dilly nonsense. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Boom Boom Pow Pow. You don't hear it enough. You hear it from us and the Fantasy Sports Network from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Thank you. Thank you a million times. Thank you, guys. Oh, no, you're welcome. And thank you for, uh, you know, inviting us. And yeah, man. I always love uh, watching your show. And So here's the thing, though. Give. Let me ask you this real quick, Danny. We'll get you out of here on this. Are you, like, hoarding the information? Or, like, I hear boom, boom, pow, pow's on it now. But, like, are you more like, yo, I got this guy that's hooking me up and letting everybody listen and get down? Or are you hoarding it for yourself? Oh, I tell these guys about you. I tell all them right. all the time, man. This guy usually gives me good information all the time. And hey, is he telling uh, the truth? Boom, boom, pow, pow. Uh, ah! 
He he uh he told me about your show. He okay. told me about your show maybe a month ago. So. Ah, See? so he waited till you guys got enough enough to bit. hang yourselves, right? And then he was like, ah, I got this thing. He's my insider. <laughs> Alright, I hear you. Yo, Thanksgiving games, real quick. Boom, boom, pow, pow, and Danny Lee. The first Thanksgiving game, the Lions are at home. They're three and a half point underdogs at home to the Chicago Bears, but Mitchell Trubisky is questionable. Who you guys like in that one? Bears, Lions. Um, you know, when I used to handicap games <laughs> before I got married, uh, right. <laughs> uh, I always took the home dog, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a true believer of the home dog like you. Yeah. So, honestly, in the way the public is, I think the public is all on the Bears. Yep. So, I'm going to go uh, contrarian there and go I with like the Lions that. to win and, win and cover. Danny is obviously part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. He loves the home dogs. I'll take the hook, too, Danny. It's three and a half. So, give me that half oh, yeah. point all day. Give me that home team, especially in a primetime setting, right? A primetime game, national audience. I'll take that. And also, Mitchell Trubisky is questionable to play. And there's a lot of reports saying he might be on the bad side of questionable. So, yeah, take those points. I love the Detroit Lions with three and a half. Thank you, Danny. Hey, boom, boom, pow, pow. When everyone's sitting down here on the East Coast for dinner, the Washington football team in Dallas, the Cowboys are a seven and a half point favorite. Who you liking that one? Boom, boom, pow, pow. Uh, I, I'm not a huge Cowboys fan. I think that... I thought they were America's team. On. I thought the servicemen have to love America's team, no? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think the Cowboys run as far as Ezekiel Elliott will take them. Absolutely. So, honestly, uh, if, if Alex Smith was starting, I would have taken the Redskins. But as upset, you know, he is but, not. <laughs> he's not starting, so... Uh, I've got to go. Unfortunately, I have to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I think that's going to be it. I think, like you said, you're going to see a lot of Zeke Elliott going like this on Thanksgiving. You're going to be eating that turkey. You're going to be eating that stuffing in my house. And, hey, Danny, any of your Puerto Ricans that you got out there might know they're going to be eating that pet meal like I will be. And I'm going to be going like this just like Zeke Elliott, baby. I'm going to be eating that chicharron and loving it. All right, last game, though. Listen. Hey, Danny, the Atlanta Falcons go into the Dome in New Orleans where that crowd is going to be ready to stand up and get crunk. However, Danny, the Saints are 13.5-point favorites. That's a big number for a divisional game, but it looks like the Saints can put up 40 or 50 on almost anybody. How you like this game breaking out? This is a tough one yeah. um, because the Saints are on fire right yeah. now. I mean, the Falcons, they can get passed on like crazy, yeah. but... You know, they have the offense to keep up. But New Orleans defense has been playing a lot better ever since they got Eli Apple. Their secondary has shown improvement. That's great analysis, Danny. I like that. So, honestly, you know, give me the Saints. Mm. Honestly, you just, you'll you'll lay the, the 13 and a half. Oh, if I lay the 13? Oh. I would do a teaser. I would do ah. a uh, teaser... Teaser with New Orleans and uh, over. I like that. That's what I was going to say. Here's another option for you, Danny and Boom Boom Pow Pow. What if I told you that the uh, total for this game is now 58 and a half? I think I'd rather just take the over on this game than either of the teams. How do you feel about that one? I like that one. I like the over, yeah, regardless. So Yeah. I think you can get a little parlay in there for Thanksgiving, okay? Maybe a little Detroit plus three and a half if Mitch Trubisky is not starting. A little Dallas minus seven and a half. And then take the over Sunday night because no one is stopping the Saints in the Dome. Hey, boom, boom, pow, pow. Where are you from, brother man? Uh, originally, I'm from uh, Cherry Point, North Carolina. Okay, absolutely. Uh, is that Tar Heel country or is that Blue Devil country? 
Uh, it's kind of split. Myself, it's Tar Heel country for, for my house. But, All right. Uh, I'll tell you what, the Duke of- boys look good this season. Zion, Williamson, Barrett. That's going to be a problem for them. But listen, as we said, we got to get going, guys. Boom, boom, pow, pow. Thank you for waking up, putting your fatigues on, and representing. And Danny, thank you so much for representing the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Tell your whole crew that uh, Speed sends his love, sends his appreciation. And uh, as you know, Danny, always hit me up. Patreon, Twitter, whatever it is, I've always got something for you. Thank you so much. On Thanksgiving, we give thanks to so many things. I give thanks to the veterans doing it right now. Up, watch, Gotta watch football at 4 a.m. because they are defending our freedoms, our freedom to play things like fantasy football. Thank you so much, guys. We really, truly appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving, gentlemen. Thank you. Dilly, dilly, man. Hey, you guys want to say shout out? You want to say real quick happy to your family, family, friends out there? Um, Thanksgiving that you want to give a shout out to, then you can then send the link to and tell them whatever it is. Give a shout out to your people oh, yeah. out there. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to say uh, hi to my wife, Megan. I love you. And my daughter, Cora. Uh, Daddy will be home soon. Um, so, yeah, I love you guys. Uh, my wife as well. Uh, my one-year-old daughter, Zoe. My wife, Brooke. I uh, just want to say hi. I love you guys. Be home soon. Uh, we hope you guys get home soon. We hope you guys get home safe. Thanks again. And Danny, anytime we could do this, brother man. And boom, boom, pow, pow. You have a great holiday. When your one-year-old's a little older, uh, she could pick the playoff games against Speeds. We do a thing, Speeds versus the kids. No kid has beat me yet, but maybe boom, boom, pow, pow. Maybe your daughter could be the first. All right, brother man? Thank you so much, guys. I hope to talk to you again soon. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Thanksgiving from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Thank you, Speeds. Anytime. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, Danny. Danny, that was awesome. That was awesome. These guys, you know, I, I literally forgot. And I was like, yo, tell your wife and kids you love them kind of thing. And when they were talking about, like, their, their, their wives, their children that they don't get to see over the holidays, it really hits home, man. It really hits home for me. Yeah, definitely. That, that whole thing was, was awesome. Yeah. These, I, guys, I, these guys are literally in the desert somewhere, bro. Yeah. You know, I think, that, I mean, you could do the math on the time zone. They're literally in the desert somewhere. And I, I, I hope they... You know, fight on. I hope they stay safe, and I hope they get on back home soon. The Cypher appreciates them and all they do. Real quick, Danny, we only got 90 seconds left until uh, Thanksgiving. So what I got to do, my man Young Kaz was part of the Cypher. Guys, thank you to my Stats Overbeat Cypher, following me on Twitter, hitting me on Patreon, showing the love for this show, tweeting out people, giving likes, telling others about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are a big part of my life. And I appreciate that guys like Young Kaz will turn over a song like this. Let's drop it as we head on out. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Drop it, Danny. Galladay. Kaz, can you cover next week? Can you do Madonna's holiday? Dilly dilly to Danny. Dilly dilly to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I think Galladay is going to ascend... Happy Thanksgiving to all you mofos. You have no idea how much I love you guys. When we come back, it'll be week 12. And then week 13. Playoff times, guys, where we win our leagues and win that cash. Young Kaz, ride out with us. Let's go. Let me hear you, Young Kaz. Kenny G, my lead wide receiver. This week got me saying damn like a beaver. 113 yards plus a tut. Carolina, hit him in the gut. Happy Wanna Thanksgiving, everybody. He gonna pick Thanks up to the Stats Overbeat like Cypher. Thanksgiving, I love y'all. Holiday for holiday. Might have to beat up the Saints on a lot of day. 